welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Greg is here. Hey. Greg, Greg, here we are on the precipice of spring. We leave behind our complaints of no winter as we turn our eyes to the sun and say, welcome, old friend. We have rearranged our clocks in some manner. It was spinning and spinning like a Hitchcock movie, and we ended up springing ahead. That's it, springing ahead, and we're going to spring ahead, Greg, with fun and love for all the folks out there in Funland. Isn't that a miracle when suddenly it goes from dark at, I don't know, whenever it was, like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, whatever, and suddenly it's it's, it's getting late at night, and, and it's light. It's oh, so Greg, great. and you can dance out under the stars at 8 o'clock at night. You and can do the boogaloo Wiggle outside. around in your L.L. Bean Gore-Tex loincloth, which looks so nice on you, I must say. Do you like it? Yes, I like the fact I actually, I actually that it's impervious it. from the inside and out. I actually wore it for you. Thank you, Greg, very very much. Yeah, it is true that that one tweak of the clock yeah. yields such happiness because really, just yeah. last week, I was picking up my daughter at Driver's Ed, the late <laughs> night class. It was like a 6.30 pickup over at the high school yeah. and yeah. pre-turning the clocks ahead, it was dark yeah. and depressing. Yeah. And oh man, what are we doing here? But well, we got to get it over with because that's the, that's the thing about Driver's Ed. And then this week, the pickup has been like, oh, it's almost sunset. It's so nice. The long shadows are here. And as a matter of fact, Greg, the yeah. other night, yeah. we got out of uh, Nosset High School up there in Northeast Massachusetts. Yep. And it was that crazy, wormy, wormy moon. Yes. So we get out of the high school, which is right over by the ocean. I saw your photos. And we really jet good. down to Nosset Light Beach. Yeah. And there's a crowd there. Well, relatively speaking, for the Cape in the off season. There was a bunch of people in the parking lot, though, and they had cameras. And so we parked, and we're looking at this moon app thing. It's amazing how people are into the moon. You can see the exact moment it's supposed to rise, and it does. Does it? According yeah. to the app. According to plan. So we go out there to the fence looking over. You got some nice height there. And then this, like, peachy, orange, crazy moon. It was giant, too, right? I, I mean, the, the moon at different times looks giant. What a thing to see the moon come up over the ocean. It's uh, like a reverse sunset, It's but it's a moonrise. It's so inverse to crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the really weird thing about that worm moon is, you know, it looked pretty big coming up out of the ocean. You got a big sort of wide panorama. So, you know, and then we get back in the car and we're driving back out. Uh, heading back home to Wellfleet. And as we're going down the road, my daughter turns around. She's like, ah! (laughs) And the moon at that point had somehow gotten bigger. Blown up. Like the picture that Ron had in the Cape Cod Times, which was just gargantua. That was a great photo. And it was so insane. I pulled over on the road and I got another few good shots pointing down a long country road because it was scary big. Like new planet... Are we on a Star Trek set? What is going on with this moon? Is it dangerous? Yeah. Is this the moon we know? Right. Has something gone on with the moon? Right. And then it comes in and like swallows you up. And you find out it is indeed made of Limburger cheese. (laughs) 
delicious. I'd prefer more like a fresh mozzarella myself. Yeah, probably. But probably easier to eat your way out of there. Wouldn't that be great if the moon was actually like had a core of, of cheese? Now that would be a news story, Greg. That would if be somehow news. you could yeah. finally corral your scientific know-how and get to the uh, moon. God. And do some sort of cheese testing or tasting. Yeah. And if it was like molten cheese and you had crackers, you could like spread it on the crackers. So that's a moon do, a moon fondue. Eat the crackers. Mmm. But we digress. Let's get on with this fantastic program. First, we check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast coming up for Saturday, March 14th. Sunny with a high near 49. Not so bad. And then uh, March 15th, Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 42. We have sort of gone right around the bend of the winter thing, and we must move forward. And you know what an important aspect of moving forward is, Greg? No. Knowing your Cape Cod tides. If you don't know the tides, you can't oh, operate. Come on. You have to really be a tide aficionado. Yeah. I mean, I think if I was like a boater or, you know, I like uh, shellfish or something like that, I mean, that would be like really essential. But but for you now, it's not really an important well, part of your... Well, for instance, remember um, over the weekend, I think it was a super high, high tide, or was that part of the storm I think the surge? moon was doing... Well, there and was a the storm, moon, and then the moon tides were big, really big. It was so incredibly high. I was driving on uh, Route 6A in Brewster down by uh, uh, Luke's Liquors. Oh, you make that trip quite a bit. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, you know that uh, place between that and the Natural History Museum? Isn't sort your of, nickname sort of Luke? <laughs> Luke, yeah. Cool what? drink Luke? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the water was like almost up, yep. up and over. Not really almost up and over there. You Gets kind of scary, but I'm going to sum it up for you, Greg, because I know you like your tides served nice and easy. Nice and easy. For this weekend, the... It sounds uh, sounds like Tina Turner Or like an Eagles song. It sounds like Tina Turner doing... uh, uh, Proud Mary. Yeah, exactly. Nice. But we never do anything easy. Nice. But we do the tides easy here. Coming up for this weekend, Saturday, March 14th, uh, we have... uh, And for Sunday... March 15th, I'm going to sum it up. Late morning low tides and late afternoon high tides. So uh, nice time to get out there in the late morning, walk around the flats, and then the tide comes in and returns, giving you confidence and regularity in the late afternoon. Greg, we got a lot of stuff going on, and we're already goofing off. One Uh, thing, uh, though, is for sure, Greg, there's one thing I know about you, and you're a man of mystery, but one thing I know about you is you love to rock. I rock and I roll. So you are a guy that has been through the rock and roll wars in different countries. Uh, you've been a punk. You've been a new wave guy. Yeah. You've been a grunge guy. Uh, you've been everything. Speed, speed metal guy. Speed metal Greg, they used to call him. He's fast. <laughs> and uh, this is going to excite you. Okay. This sounds good. Hit me. Coming up Friday evening, March 13th, 2020, high school musicians compete in rock band wars. Ooh, that actually sounds interesting. The local band Club Nine Ball will uh, present uh, Rock Band Wars, a battle of the bands for local high schools. Several groups will compete for gift certificates and the prize of opening for an upcoming live show by Club Nine Ball, which will also perform for this particular event. Got a judge from Pixie. Jason Savio's a judge. What? The guy who works at the Cape Cod Times. We he know works, him. He works here. He's judging this rock band war. He works in digital. He, works... uh, he didn't even say anything about it. He doesn't say much. He's he's a, he's a quiet guy. He's a rock. He's judging teen rock bands. That is so... I didn't know he was a celebrity like that. That's hilarious. That's 7 o'clock Friday. 
at the Cape Cod Theater Company, Harwich Junior Theater, 105 Division Street in West Harwich. Admission, 10 bucks, $5 for students with ID. Wow. Rock Band Wars. Greg, have you ever been in a rock band? Um, I was I, I was in one like a long time ago, but um, I really couldn't play an instrument, so they gave me the tambourine. I was the tambourine guy. Tambourine man. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. Well, yeah, I was a guy, though. I was a guy. You, you know the guy that just, he just bangs tambourine the Tambourine Man, the tambourine, tambourine Man. And then he sings somewhat, but then he, he does the tambourine It's hard to sing again. and play the tambourine. It's hard to sing and, 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 and play anything, I think. What was the name of this band? Sweat and Tears. No, there's already a... With a blood in front of it, there's blood, sweat, and tears. You were oh, just sweating right. tears. Yeah, yeah. They they came after us. Oh um, come on. Yeah, copyright. Yeah. Sweat and tears. Yeah, because you don't really need the blood. Just well, the, just, you know, who's going to argue under these uh, trying public safety, public health conditions? No one needs the blood, actually, or the sweat, or the tears. Tears, keep that away from us. I mean, uh, it's like you'd have to perform wearing masks. Stay away. Oh, man. I have been in several bands. You uh, have, really? Well, most recently, you'll recall my band Love Handle. Yes, remember I Love do. Handle? Yes, I do actually remember that. Great one. band, great yeah. name. Yeah, uh, nice, nice. Uh, we recorded a lot of great songs like Bird of Death about turkey vultures, things like that. Mm. Uh, and Cape Cod's most famous Christmas song, Santa Comes to Cape Cod First. That is a classic. Is a Love Handle production. That is a classic. Going back in time, I was uh, in a band called the Willie Lomans at one point. Seriously? We're a sad outfit. As you can imagine, <laughs> with a name like that. Why did you pick that? I don't know. I think we were trying to be artistic somehow. And that's like an instant downer. I mean, I mean, well, that's the was, way we were as a band. He was one of the saddest characters Well, there's nothing literature. worse than a bad salesman, and we were a very bad rock band. I think maybe <laughs> we were being somehow ironic or not ironic about the quality of the music. That could be. So the Willie Lomans never went anywhere. The only other band name I remember, a brief sort of uh, folk rock outfit called the Carrots. The Carrots, like the vegetable. <laughs> we were trying to be kind of crunchy, and we were the Carrots, yeah, which doesn't, also doesn't really jump out at you. That, so. does, that doesn't sound very tough, rock. Well, hopefully some great rock band will rise out of rock band wars, and for a $10 ticket... This Friday at 7 o'clock at the Cape Cod uh, Theater Company in Harwich, West Harwich in particular. That's a, That sounds like fun. And Savio's a judge. Yeah, we know a celebrity judge. That's, it's like America's Got Talent or something so, like that. He's the Simon Cowell of Cape Cod. That is so great. So that's coming up. I like the sound of that. And here's another one, Greg, I know you will like. One thing you are, Greg, uh, I have learned, is a man who's proud to be a year-rounder on Cape Cod. Absolutely. Who has gone through some of the toughest storms and the leanest times, and as a jerky, tough, rugged individual, you have mm. persevered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very um, leathery. My, my skin is very leathery. Yes, you're like an old baseball manager who's been out in the sun for 50 years, and yeah. the back of his neck looks like a crocodile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a... a baseball mitt or an old um, like, suitcase. Like former Red Sox manager Joe Morgan who was from Walpole. Yeah. And you'd see a picture of his neck and it kind of looked like a satellite <laughs> shot of the uh, Amazon River <laughs> emptying into the ocean. All the creases very straight. You'd be like, yeah, how you doing out there? It's Joe Morgan here in the dugout. Yeah, it uh, looks like we got some good pitches this year. They've been doing something in a bullpen. 
ding. <laughs> so that's kind of the way you are because of your rugged survival well, skills. Well, it is. You have to be down here. You know, you have like five jobs. I mean, it's 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 tough. Well, all the more reason to celebrate the survival of yet another winter on Cape Cod, and that's why the Province Town and Outer Cape Year Rounders Festival comes along this time mm. of year. Yes. This involves a day and evening of entertainment and exhibits to mark those who stay around for the winter season. There'll be dozens of artists, artisans, and exhibitors showing their wares. Silent auction, pie-eating contest for Pie Day, which is coming up, Greg. Yes. Pie Day this weekend, 314. I know that. There's a pet parade at 2 o'clock. Free dinner. Free dinner. What? 5 to 9 p.m. and a wide variety of entertainment. This takes place from 10 a.m. To 10 p.m. That's a long Saturday. day. Saturday. It's like Woodstock. You have to have so much endurance. Well, you just drop in and do a few things at Provincetown Town Hall, which is also nice because what a great building to party in. That is a cool place. Beautiful space. Really if you've cool never place. been, it's yeah. worth going in. And if you go into Provincetown Town Hall, take a look at the art on the walls on the downstairs floor. There's a Hawthorne piece that I'm going to say is worth over a million dollars. Really? And some of the other ones the same way. There are some masterful artworks in Provincetown Town Hall, 260 Commercial Street. This is free. The Year Rounders Festival in Provincetown, Greg. How can it be free? Because we here on the Cape, and especially the Outer Cape where I live, we love each other, Greg. You have big hearts out there. We don't in the Mid-Cape What's area. it like in the Mid-Cape? We're sort of cruel. We're, 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 we're selfish. You know, we... Um, so let me ask you this. You're we, in the uh, Mid-Cape. You're in a community. Cuss. Now you're driving to Luke's again for the third time in the day. Sure, yeah. Are you going to wave at someone going by the other way or in the Luke's parking lot? No. No. How you doing, neighbor? No. Have a Gansett? Do you do that down on the Outer Cape? There's a lot of waving. There's really? a lot of, hi, how are you? Do you necessarily know these people? Or you just it's, it's just a friendly sort of Outer Cape thing? I can speak uh, because I have been a longtime habitué of downtown Wellfleet. So, uh, oh, so I know lot, a, lot so of a lot of people know you. You are a micro-celebrity on the Outer Cape. That's true. Uh, as a regional micro-celebrity, I have great responsibilities. Uh, every Friday evening at the Wellfleet Marketplace, I sign melons, if indeed they have some, because, you know, the store is not always <laughs> super stocked. Sure. And so, but no, you end up knowing people like that. Yeah. I would think you'd make friends at the liquor store, or you're just trying to shuffle in, shuffle out, and... Well, I do have friends, and they work there. They know me very well. They... Don't they know you as the belcher because of your beer consumption? <laughs> Yeah, they say, oh, yeah, we've got a case for you behind the counter here. So they say, like, hey, Greg, hey, Belcher, how's it going? And you say, <laughs> that's awful, Greg. Yeah, Why would you um, do? They, they know me that way, though. Well, so. that's nice. So this yeah. year Rounders Festival, I've been to a couple of them. They're very fun and funky. That's amazing. That's great. So actually. that's Saturday, uh, the and 14th and of March. And it's free. Now, this, Justin, this is uh, breaking almost news uh, to the fun show. Greg, it seems like you actually came out of your crypt slash house slash fortress and went on a wild tour uh, around the Cape to yield this feature called Greg Goes to Bakeries. Greg Goes to Bakeries is how it's written down on this sheet of paper. I know, Does this mean that, anything to you? Isn't that insane? Isn't that insane? Well, I discovered last week through a tweet or whatever that um, eat, cake, eat, eat Cake for Breakfast, which um, was going to relocate, has indeed relocated and opened. It opened last week. 
Have you ever been there? It's, you it's mean a- eat cake for breakfast with the number four in there at 26 Wampum Drive yes, in Brewster? Which is, which is basically off Underpass Road. Underpants Road, Greg. I know you were going to say that. No one I know refers to it as Underpants Everyone Road. Everyone calls it Underpants Road. No, I don't know anyone. I don't and, know. And if you lived over there and you wanted to have some fun in your life, yeah. step one is always refer to Underpass Road as Underpants Road. Okay. Right. Just saying. All right. So anyway, uh, Eat Cake for Breakfast was on Underpass Road. Uh, this is a place you might remember about a year ago, a little bit more than that. A, a car literally crashed into the business. Wow. Remember that? No. no. Okay. It happens all the time. It, it's pretty common. We have some here. older drivers. It's it's common down here in the Cape. Everybody knows that. So uh, anyway, so uh, she relocated, and the she is Danielle Nettleton. And um, she trained at the famous uh, Le Cordon Bleu. Am I pronouncing that the Blue properly? The Cordon. In Paris. Holy cow, that's a lot of talent coming to Cape Cod. Her stuff is really, really great. It's it's very exciting, I would think, for her and her staff. It's a bigger place. You know, the more tables. If you're into coffee, I'm really not into coffee. Um, but if you're into coffee, you're into, like, pastries. Um, they do a lot of other stuff as well. So uh, my wife and I were there on Saturday, and we stocked up on a few things. Um, I think one of their f- best items is uh, an almond croissant. Oh. You bite into it. It's got these 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 slices of of almonds, like slivers, all, like slivers of almonds, like slivers and and and, and cross sections, all you know, glued to um, the outside of the croissant. It is it's so fabulous. Does it have like a marzipan paste or some kind of almond paste yes, inside? Inside, that's that's, that's what makes it because that kind of gives it that extra moisture that sometimes yeah. makes it sing. It's not like a pop and fresh dough, you know those, <laughs> you, you know pop and fresh dough things you just cut up and throw in the oven. Those are good too. Yeah, they're know. not the same thing, of course. Greg. Yeah, they're not the same thing. But anyway, one of the things that we actually bought as well was something called mealfoy, which translates to a hundred sheets of pastry. I think mealfoy, mealfoy, a thousand sheets. Yeah, of pastry. Look it's at this, you with your bilingualism. And inside is this cream filling. So you have these layers and layers and layers on the outside, and it's sort of like a uh, sort of shaped like a brick and. I thought it was fantastic. That's I was well. I mean, of fan. course. I, I, the next time I go there, I'm going to get that. You do again. know that the eat cake for breakfast philosophy is food should be fun and delicious. People all over the world celebrate life with food, and pastries are the party favorite. They believe in using the highest quality ingredients, and hope their passion and love for food translates to their customers. And it does. I got it right off the website. It said it right there. It's, it's got to be true. An- another thing that's actually really nice is something called a fashionata. Wait, whoa. This is a family podcast, Greg. Sorry. You're a fashionata. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a fashion... Fa- you're a fashionista. That's it. No, you're a sandinista. You're a sandersista. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Anyway, it's a passionata, which is a... Um, uh, it's, it's, it's like a raspberry... The passionata of Greg. He was persecuted. I I think this one is a raspberry passion fruit cream cake. It's layered, and it's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. This is a big haul from Eat Cake for Breakfast, Greg. You were on a tear. I was on a tear. Oh, and we also bought um, a couple of... um, 
quiches, which actually were very delicious too. That is a major haul. Slices of quiche. What is this like? An every two decade thing? You go out and buy like a boatload of pastries and then go back to the lair and and just gorge. But just unbelievable. This this incredible bakery journey, which is like Greg in the land of baking Oz. Yeah. Also had another component. A complete another bakery. I know, I know. It's crazy, what? isn't it? it is, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're at uh, the Underground Bakery, which, oh, is, which is in Dennis. Yes, yes, yes. Which one is of the, in Dennis. One of the longtime excellent superstars. It's, it's a super, yes. super place owned by uh, a couple of really, really super nice people. Who are way into it, and they do it every day. Yeah. And that is, I mean, back in the day, there weren't that many bakeries around. Now, I think there's more than they used to be. Isn't that interesting? And they many... were pioneers in all of this. Isn't like that the Yum, yum, yum. You know, the bakeries are just all over the place now. So you have a lot of choice. And, you know, some are better than others. But, mm. So anyway, we were there, and I bought one of their um, chocolate chip cookies. We've been, I, to, we've been talking a lot about cookies lately. I really, I really love, I think of all... The cookies and the chocolate chip. It's it's very basic. It's not really you know a wow kind of cookie, I guess. But I there's find a, there's it. some angry I, people I from the Oatmeal Raisin Association yeah, outside yeah, the door, Greg. Yeah, okay, no, They're trying to get in. Chocolate. They're trying chips. to get in, Greg. It's the Oatmeal Raisin chocolate people. Chips. Yeah, this is sort of the size of like a manhole cover. Oh, and, uh, good. Um, That's but, the diet sized. But if I'm eating or, 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 or buying a chocolate chip cookie, I want and I know you disagree on this, but it can't be. It can't be crunchy. If it's crunchy, you put it in your mouth, you bite down on it, it like explodes and winds up in your like lap. Like shrapnel. Yeah, or eating um, a hard taco, you know, hard shell taco. It just it just explodes. Well, it's I like, disagree about the hard shell taco. I like that crispy crunch uh, in my taco. Yeah. Anyway, so if it's sort of doughy, slightly, you know, not like super, super it's a doughy. It's fine balance, Greg. it has to be sort of I doughy. I like crisp outside, softer inside. That, to me, is the ultimate cookie achievement. That's it can't not, just all be like one of those soft batch cookies yeah. where it's all like me, me, me. I think I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's my waspy kind of, uh, you know, upbringing. We're into like things that don't require Why bring water. race into it, Greg? Why but, bring race into your cookie habits and spoil the atmosphere on the fun show? Well, because wasps are sort of wimpy. We don't want to like chew our food a lot. You know, we don't. Don't you pay a we, neighbor kid to chew your food? Doesn't he come in and actually <laughs> chew your food for you? Yes, he does. How did you know that? Jeez. Here, kid, make this make this bread soft for me so I can eat it, okay? Okay, Greg. <laughs> okay, Mr. Greg. Oh, that looks good, Billy. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's too bad you got all that spin on it, but hey, that, that does help. Here, Billy, here's some floss. Be back here all the earlier tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. So, what a life you lead. So anyway, the point is, this is a really great chocolate chip cookie. It was, But you'd think that when I was at Eat Cake for Breakfast, and I looked at the counter, and there was a giant chocolate chip cookie shaped, you know, the size of a manhole cover. And I thought, for a second, I thought, you know, you should actually buy that and compare it to the one at, you know, Underground. But I didn't do it. Well, for a future broadcast, we will have Greg eat two manhole-sized cookies from different places. I can tell you the Underground Bakery is at 780 Main Street, which is Route 6A, right there in the center of Dennis. Downtown. They offer a variety of sweets, and they really are sort of underground in sort of a basement level. They have uh, nice coffee. They have uh, natural starter breads baked daily. And what they say here I thought was very interesting. And they also have like sandwiches and soups yes, and yes, stuff I like that. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, they do. You might be surprised, Greg, what? to hear that nearly everything is made from scratch in store at the Underground Bakery. Yeah, see, I did not realize that. So that's right, Greg. 
Now we know Greg takes a bakery tour. It's an incredible voyage of discovery. He's like the Magellan of pastry. When he does leave his house, that's the fabulous Greg. Speaking of yum, Greg. Mm -hmm. Yes. We got pie day coming up. This is P.I. Day, the math thing. I know you're a mathematically inclined fellow. Not really, no. It's the Great Osterville Pie Contest. The entire town is going crazy. Who's going to win the award, which is like the Nobel Prize of Osterville? Who could win this wonderful honor? Man. Mark Pie Day with some pie. The Osterville Business and Professional Association will mark International Pie Day. With the Great Osterville Pie Contest, bakers are invited to drop off their entries in the morning. Then the pies will be distributed by the slice after judging, including our own Cape Cod Times food editor Gwen Friss is one of the judges. Our people are out there. Can you believe how we're integrating with the community and building community? Yeah. Who says newspapers are dead, Greg? That's right. We're out there. We are just starting to blossom and fulfill our roles in the community. We're doing stuff. This entries are accepted from 10 to 11.30 a.m. at the Osterville Library at 43 Wiano Avenue. Judging at noon. Imagine the presser, Mm. Greg. Oh, that would be... Wouldn't it be great just to have like a little bit of everything, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that? Well, it sounds like they're going to slice up those pies, which will be available to eat at approximately 1 p.m. after the judging. You can do exactly what you were dreaming of. Oh, my goodness. So that sounds like a heck of a day and a great honor awaits some lucky baker to have baked the best pie in Osterville. I wonder what the prize is. The prize is eternal honor, Greg. Really? Just like, I was the best. Whereas the other losing contestants hopefully do not <laughs> find themselves in morose situations, and uh, who knows where that could go. I'm such a failure. Oh, no. So that's going on. Now, Greg, boy, this is a busy weekend. I can't believe it. You are one of the most interested in nature guys I've ever met. You're I- constantly talking to, you're like the Dr. Doolittle of Cape Cod. I love nature. And some say uh, your performance here at the Cape Cod Times is somewhat do-little also. But anyway, we digress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's the Cape Cod Natural History Conference. Talk about a lot of natural brain power under one roof. Listen to this, Greg. Sharks, turtles, lobsters, coyotes, seals, owls, and climate change will be under discussion. Saturday, March 14th, 2020. At the annual Cape Cod Natural History Conference at Cape Cod Community College. So you know it's a big deal. It's at the college, Greg. It's very heady. Among this year's topics, a new study of white shark movements in shallow waters off the Outer Cape. Is that from ScoMo? ScoMo going to be there? I don't know if he's going to be there or not. Like, he's an all-star. He is. A review of the success of sea turtle rehabilitation. Interesting to find out what happens once the cold, stunned ones leave the Cape. Hmm. What do they do? They go to these hot tubs, and they swim around, Swim, yeah. and they do rehab, and they do yoga, turtle yoga. Stretch very slowly. Stretch. And they say, I'm never going to get cold stunned again. I'm they, never going to get caught. It's Yes, up. it's like Gone with the Wind, where they say, I'll never be cold again. I think Scarlett O'Hara said, I'll never be hungry again. Uh-huh. As she was scratching turnips or something uh, out of the fields of Tara. The great plantation yes, that yes. had been ruined in the war, Greg. Oh, so sad. The humanity. So sad. So we don't have that again. Yeah. Uh, turtles. How do they get better? We don't know. We love turtles. Uh, there'll also be uh, 
uh, examining the causes of lobster die-off last summer in southern Cape Cod Bay. Uh, boy, listen to all this good stuff. Other presentations will be about the increased risk of Tripoli on Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. Eastern Eastern coyote predation on juvenile harp seals. What? What? <laughs> coyotes, coyotes eating eat seals? seals? I've never well, heard that. Well, I suppose they would... I've seen coyotes on the big beach before, and if they had one of those little pulled-out harp seals, that's like a fat burger just waiting to happen. Harp seals, though, not not not, not, not gray seals, which are not, bigger, maybe maybe they're too big of a mouthful. Harbor seals, huh? I don't know. So anyway, uh, Weird. this sounds fantastic. It does this is going on from 8:30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Tilden Arts Center at Cape Cod Community College? Participants are asked to bring a brown bag lunch as well as a mug for coffee to help cut down on trash. Coffee and refreshments will be provided. And I think it's also a place where you can find out a lot of sort of maybe volunteer opportunities to work at some of these nature centers, to get involved with the natural world on Cape Cod. That sounds fantastic. It does. Speaking of the natural world, Greg, you, man, nature, shoes, hiking, yes! It's the Trail of the Week. The Trail of the Week is the Calorie Darling Conservation Area. Greg, where is it? Yarmouth Port. Look at you! I've been there. I, I used to go there all the time. The Calorie Darling Conservation Area is located on the north of Route 6A in Yarmouthport, stretching from Homer's Dock Road on the east to the Salt Marches west of Center Street. The main parking area is at Gray's Beach, where there's a big, giant, nice parking lot for many cars. There's a playground for kids, and the trail stretches in both directions from there. Uh... I have made this walk many times. You have. Through many different environments, yeah. forest, marsh, uh, really cool landscape, old roads. Yeah, it's it got a good mix of things. Yeah, I like the old roads. It delights visitors with its beautiful views and ecological diversity. A combination of salt and freshwater wetlands encourage a large variety of plant and animal species along the trails. Uh, all sorts of wonderful things. I love walking here. And the bonus, Greg, the big bonus is the boardwalk. If you park at the Gray's Beach Boardwalk, you can roll the boardwalk into this walking experience. So this is our walk of the week. Calorie Darling Conservation Area. You can go to the uh, Yarmouth uh, Port Conservation something website Hmm. and download a trail map. I wonder if that, um, do you remember a, a house foundation? Being in there, sort of as you get to the marsh area, sort of before the marsh area. Do you remember a foundation, house foundation? I do not. Okay, I remember that. I'm always sort of struck. Isn't by this that. when you were filming Blair Witch Project Five, The Marsh? Yes. Yes. What happened I'm in still, that movie? I'm still, I'm still scared. You know, I'm still. Yeah. So very, these, these teenagers, scared. they go to a marsh, right? These teenagers, and it's like <laughs> you have to duck, so it's scary in the marsh. Yeah. And they get to the marsh. And, and there's like a little bridge over the marsh And then they're all on the bridge Jumping up and down Doing teen stuff And the bridge collapses Into the marsh And they find out It's a time tunnel And they go back in time <laughs> And so they're back Like in Neanderthal times And they get eaten By a mastodon <laughs> What a movie Blair Witch 5 The Marsh The Marsh Okay Greg Speaking of my Natural forays Around the world I went to a farm stand Yesterday And you're gonna say What? You gotta be kidding! I That's mean, right. Nothing grows this time of year, right? Well, I guess it's not true because I have kind of been monitoring the situation. Yeah. As a sometimes Dennis habitui, uh, and I, I travel a lot uh, in the back roads of Dennis. I love the side of Dennis mm-hmm. between six A 
and Cape Cod Bay. I do too. Beautiful houses, history, just lovely landscapes. So I've often driven down Sasuetneck Road. Yes. And you go by Not Enough Acres Farm. Yes. The farm stand there. The flag has been out all year, open, open. And I've been several times, like probably a month and a half ago I went in there. Yeah. What was was there? I got a bag of onions. Onions? And they were delicious and fresh. Wow. So I go there yesterday. Yeah, what did you what And I'm what thinking there? What was there? like there were three things, Greg. Yeah. Three things at the Not Enough Acres Farm farm stand. Honey. I think he I'm, I, No, I'm just starting by calling you honey. I think honey. He makes it. <laughs> Thanks. Honey, eggs, and spinach. Eggs. I bought spinach. I bought a bag of spinach. Okay, eggs eggs make sense. I don't know if he has chickens. Um, he must. Um but spinach. Can you? I mean, you can't grow spinach this time of year, can you? Well, I got sneaky about that, Greg. We talked about this a little. And we were like, "Where does this guy grow this stuff?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And I took a look at Google Satellite. Yeah. He's got like these kind of big hoop houses. Oh. Out behind that oh. beautiful home. So this would. So be, he's playing with the climate a little bit. So this would be down, sort of where the marsh. Yeah, going toward the marsh. In. So it looks to me like he's got a pretty big arrangement back oh. there. So he must be good for him. Hedging his bets. Good for him. With some form of a big hoop houses. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how it all happens, Greg. He's a great. He's a great operation. He's a great farm. Oh it's, it's just, man, it's, it's, it's my real, favorite on Cape Cod because it's so low key. It's such an asset. It's so wonderful. If you meet someone there, they become your friend. Often you're there by yourself. Yeah. And you're making the change, and you yes, put it yes, in the slot, yeah, yeah, and you have yeah. a butter butter knife to push the money down, yes, which yeah. I did yesterday. It's such a pleasant job. Yeah, it is. I always make a little cartoon when I buy something. Do you really? Like, I bought spinach yesterday, and I said, thanks, spinach. Six bucks, big bag. Uh, and I drew a, a picture of Popeye, the sailor man, because he right. likes spinach. All right, right. Never enough. Not enough Acres Farm, one of our favorites. And I'm. Uh, he also goes to um, farmers markets. My understanding, so you can catch him there as well. As the season gets going, we will give you more farm stand reports, and we should talk a little bit about those CSAs, community supported agriculture, where you get like a box of food every week from one of these farmers. That's you've what my, been involved in that. That's what my sister-in-law does with this gentleman, um, and she gets every week. She gets this bag, and I had to get it a couple times because she was like overseas. And so I get to go down to the house, which is sort of exciting, in his barn, and uh, yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's it's just it's totally it's totally local. Oh, I can't wait! It's growing season, Greg. We'll be Eric, getting our tomato catalog pretty soon. Eric and I are are, are 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 fanatical sort of growers, amateur growers, particularly of tomatoes. Oh, I got some big ideas this year, Greg. Uh, we'll share those in a future fun show. Speaking of growing outdoors, Greg. Yes. Once again, we got to plug the Growing Cannabis Outdoors class with C.L. Fornari. Yes. Because now we're getting closer to it. Yeah. Now the sun's higher in the sky. Yeah, she was there last year. This is this is at uh, Country Gardens. Yeah, she, she's been doing a series of these, and I've heard they're highly popular. Yes, yes. Because a lot of people, you and I, of course, both are curious about it. I don't think I'll end up doing it, but... Who knows? You can do it. It's legal. It is you, legal. And growing anything is fun and fraught with challenge. So uh, Growing Cannabis Outdoors with C.L. Fornari coming up this Saturday, March 14th, 1 to 3 p.m. at Hyannis Country Garden, 380 West Main Street here in Hyannis. 
uh, $15, and I think you want to make registration yeah, plans in advance. Super popular. Uh, so it's 508-775-8703, 508-775-8703, if you want to start planting your pot garden. Get out there. Oh, man, I grew some awesome buds, Greg. <laughs> I tell you what, man, they launched me into the stratosphere, and I grew some of these other ones just to C and the B and the D, CBD. And, you know, it helped all my aches and pains. My lumbago took a Winnebago to Canada. I don't feel it no more. Did you feel super, super relaxed? Oh, jeez. My super. joints were so relaxed, I became quadruple jointed. They went in every direction. Super relaxed, man. I was doing the limbo. Limbo, I, limbo. I could walk underneath my bed and come out the other <laughs> side without even touching the bed frame. That's amazing. So that's something we need to know about. Man, there's a lot going on. This is insane. Good grief, there's more? Hard to believe, Greg. No. This sounds intriguing because you know I love community dinners. I am a fan of you are, ham you and are. bean suppers, yeah. breakfast. Pancake How about breakfast. this? St. Patrick's Day dinner with a Portuguese twist. Okay. What could that mean? I don't know. There wasn't much information provided. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day dinner with a Portuguese twist, 6 to 11 p.m. Saturday, March 14th at the Falmouth Navigator Portuguese American Association. 55 Schumann Road in Falmouth. Yeah. What could that mean? No details? I tried to find it on Facebook. I went to their website. Like, what's... what's Neither had been updated in a long time. Like, Portugal meets Ireland. How does that happen, and what happens when... What happens? Like, uh... Kale soup made with Guinness? Yeah. Mmm. That actually wouldn't be bad, pouring a little Guinness in your kale soup. Linguisa with shillelagh? Yeah, or linguisa with um, corned beef. That would be good. Which actually would be really good. So however this comes out... Oh, I bet it's fabulous. I mean, if I had to choose one of these cuisines to take to a desert island, I'm going Portuguese all the way, I gotta say. Yeah, Portuguese is good. So whatever good. happens at the St. Patrick's Day dinner with a Portuguese twist in Falmouth, I'm into it. Interesting. So that sounds intriguing, Greg. Very. Now, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, Greg. I've heard that. I mean, it's... We've been in celebration mode on the Cape for, for a week now because we had that insane parade, parade. last Sunday yes, yes. in Yarmouth. And what a, I mean, just judging from the photos and the response to the photos, it, it it's just, just huge. It just looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, so we're already in the mood. And we are Erin go brying all over the place, right? That's right. And you're, you're still drinking um, uh, Guinness by the... You have like a a, 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 a a tub. You have a, a, a I have a tub. I have a, a tub. A, a keg. I have a keg of Guinness. You, you have a keg I have, of Guinness. And I put it in my tub. Yeah, don't you don't you have it in in your car because you can't be that that long away from it? You know, oh, I feel like a blah, 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 well. Blah, blah, I mean, blah. I drive a Prius, but I converted it to a Guinness, and so it runs on stout. Actually, <laughs> Greg. So all I do is that's, is fill it up with stout, and off I go. That's awesome. I mean. When I stop at a red light, it belches. <laughs> but beyond that, running a car completely powered on Guinness Stout is a, is a wonderful thing. Yeah, but if you actually have to siphon your uh, you know Guinness, uh, uh, that would be delicious. Well, I got pulled over, and uh, the policeman put his breathalyzer in my tailpipe. <laughs> and, you know, I got taken off the road, but that's the uh, only bad story I can say about running a Guinness, not a Prius. Yeah. Uh, Guinness-powered... Anyway, so, so what's happening on St. Patrick's oh, Day, man, Eric? So much. A ton of music, okay? Yeah. A ton of music, Saturday, March 14th, 2020. There's the Crack Music Festival. I think that's the way you pronounce C-R-A-I-C. Okay. 
crack because I think it means fun or something or okay because I, I once lived in a triple decker in Somerville with some uh, Irish exchange students they were yeah. in the trip the decker below yeah and they said oh that was good crack and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> what do you mean that was good crack what are you doing out here in and, and they said that means fun. Yeah. So I think it's that's coming up one to five at New Seabury. Uh, 70 bucks. Wow. All sorts of Irish and rock music. Oh, it's a benefit for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Uh, there's a folk session with Greg Johnson and friends at O'Shea's uh, in the afternoon on March 14th. Oh, there's too much here, Greg. I can't, all I can say is go to capecodtimes.com slash entertainment mm-hmm. yes. to see all these St. Patrick's it's, Day events. It's, it's insane. It's all there. It's all there. Well, how about this? The St. Patrick's Day sing-along with the Cape Cod Ukulele Club. <laughs> I just see this one. That that sounds very intriguing. Man, I wish I was crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? It's kind of like Don Ho sings Irish songs or something. I don't know. Tiny bubbles up my nose. Tiny bubbles in my beer. Yes, that's the ukulele. That's one thirty to two thirty at the Barnstable Adult Community Center. So uh, that's what the ukulele club do. But there's a ton of stuff. It's absolutely insane. We do not have time for it. Matter of fact, Greg, we got to wrap this thing up. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. What a weekend Man, coming up. There is so, so much, much to do. It just... Uh, how it's can like you... A, it's like a tube of toothpaste that has like 10 times the amount of toothpaste into the tube. I don't know how they got it in there. How can you choose? You'll be, you'll be, you'll be just stymied. You won't be able to choose. Uh, do I do this? Do that? Do that? And by the time you figure out what to do, it's, it's then over. Then do what Greg does. Stay home. That's right. Or maybe go to a bakery. All right, Greg, thank you so much for being here. It's always my pleasure, Eric. Till next time. Uh, till next week. Keep having fun. And see ya!